Empire podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss the latest thought-provoking ideas and concepts which we stumbled upon on our self-improvement journey. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host Elias and Yasin, and let's dive right into this week's topic, which is probably gonna be me talking about some changes in my life. But before that, Elias... <laughs> You know, uh, spoiler, he's in prison at the moment. Yeah, they in prison. Thankfully, allowed him to use his podcast uh, mic and devices. <laughs> <laughs> That's Anyways, how life goes. Great to record another episode. It's been a while. Yeah. A lot of stuff been going on in both of our lives. Oh, uh, definitely. We are both quite overworked, if I might say so. <laughs> <laughs> Though I'm not as professionally dressed as you are at the moment. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't just, know about that. Just, just for context, <laughs> just for context, it's fucking warm in Munich today. I just came home for our glorious podcast recording here. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting here shirtless. Luckily, our <laughs> podcast audio medium uh, does not uh, trans transmit that kind of uh, information. So, yes, he is probably more professionally dressed than I am at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, guys. Guys, just don't try to picture him shirtless. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the imagination. Like the image in your mind that could destroy you because it's so glorious, you know? It's, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Anyways. This impenetrable um, wall of muscles reflect light. Uh, you're blinded. Yeah. And of course, because you have so many, they have to be protected by uh, some, uh, some body fat. To make sure. Oh. <laughs> nah, anyways. Exactly. That's why you are here for to protect me. Exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, I missed it, man. I missed it. Ah, finally, after one let's, and a half weeks, <laughs> let's get you've, into man. what we've been doing these yeah, last. You man, two man, weeks you've been in Italy. I've been in Italy. Dude, yes. It was amazing. Uh, for context. Uh, the big thing that happened in my life was I just started working part-time as a working student uh, at a startup, another startup, which is really, really exciting. When will you make your own? <laughs> yeah, for sure. At some point in the yes. future. But <laughs> yes. But yeah, it's, um, it's a great startup, amazing people, um, all very senior people they know what they're doing they're very good at what they do and i can learn a ton from them which is great um yeah so last week i was in italy with the startup we have uh, we had an off-site meeting it's called so basically just <clears throat> the team meets up at a location and kind of uh, co-works and discusses company vision and goals and whatever and uh, also there was enough time to just chill, hang around, uh, swim in the swimming pool or whatever. Amen. It was really, 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 really let's great. Let's have let's have an offside recording next time as well here. <laughs> <laughs> sure, let's actually do Sounds that. Awesome. Like in the in the uh, English Garden in Munich, that would actually oh, yeah. be quite quite fun. Take that laptop any, and back. Yeah, why not? Yeah, th that would be possible. That would be quite quite fun actually to do. But anyways, yeah, it was great just meeting people. Uh, seeing them in person before I officially started working this Monday, actually. So I just got done with my first week there. And the best word to describe my first week would be 
overwhelming. Total failure. And no. a shit ton to do. Well, not not yet, but it's certainly on another level of complexity mm-hmm. compared to the other startup I worked at. Because okay. I have like 30,000 different code bases and whatnot <laughs> and products. And I'm just so freaking A lot confused. of digital death, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So I kind of, I'm, I'm still figuring my way around all that stuff and all the best mm. practices. Also when it comes to like meetings and scheduling and whatever, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. just figuring stuff out as I go along. But yeah, slowly but surely I'm getting a hang of it. And first, let's say two weeks are usually the hardest where you don't yeah. have no freaking idea what's going on. And then slowly but surely you get into the rhythm and it's it's not going to be as hard, I hope. <laughs> man, man, I assume the learning curve is already quite steep at the moment. Oh, shit. Or is it Dude, just I, so I, overwhelming I, that you don't learn anything? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, I don't do. Understand. I, I do, but um, actually my first task this week was, and I'm probably still going to have to work on it uh, a bit during the weekend, um, is to work with technologies I've never worked with before. So I'm like, fuck, now I have to like teach myself <laughs> all of that stuff. Um, but I love it. Like I, I really love it and it's cool and it's great that you get feedback from like people who've done this for 20 years or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for them, it's like a matter probably of an hour to do that. And for me, it's a matter of uh, multiple days to finish it. But it's it's great to just have people that are more experienced than you, asking them for help, just talking to them generally. And yeah, man. To summarize, it's been a great experience so far. I mean, it's only been two weeks, one of which I've been actually working. And I, I'm really looking forward to my, I think it's going to be, what, eight months, nine months or something. I'm mm-hmm. going to be working there and I think I'm going to learn a lot, going to meet new uh, cool people, going to improve my skills and abilities and whatnot and learn about how to run a startup so that after those eight months, I can start my own. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah, we're going to see you see. there. I see you there. I see you there. We're going to see. But uh, it's yeah. been great so far. I love it. And now on to your... But no, 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 man, 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 man. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, it's an important topic, man. You started a new job. We can't just skip that that quickly, man. Yeah. Apart from all the hard skills, man, what do you think is your main learning so far? Actually, I really love so far how they managed like the whole team. There are quite a lot of, a lot of people. I think there are like 20 people in total or something like that. So it's like a pretty well-established startup by now. And they have, I, I'm really careful not to say anything. I'm not, not allowed to say, but uh, they have like different product branches, teams and whatever. Mm-hmm. And the way they manage it, I really, I really like it so far. It's really efficient. It's really minimalistic in a way. Um, and there's a lot of trust put in everyone and also in me as an intern, practically, um, that I'm able to <laughs> figure... <laughs> Fucking bloody mistake here. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> but let's hope they don't figure that out. Nah, nah I'm just kidding. But um, there's a lot of trust put in you and it's... It's the usual startup mentality. Like they give you tasks and stuff to do and it's your responsibility mm-hmm. to figure it out even if you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> and they're also very open to like feedback and just asking questions all of that, which I really love. Mm. Um, but yeah, the main learning is how they manage 
the different teams and people and how efficient it actually is and also how um they create a very at least so far i mean it's been my first week but a very pleasant sense of accountability you know it's not like some manager constantly looking over your shoulder and asking you something every five minutes um it's pretty flexible but also at the same time very organized and very yeah a, a very nice way of creating accountability it's very hard to explain if you don't experience it but <laughs> that's the main takeaway so mm. far awesome sounds good sounds good yeah man and i'd love to hear more in depth details from that uh, after the podcast <laughs> sure <laughs> that you can also actually share or not i don't know we'll see man your life man yeah. my life ah what else been going last on last two weeks i've I've done a lot. <laughs> I've done three jobs, basically, in that sense, <laughs> at the moment. Um, because, well, new semester started, as we all know. Um, and I'm working in that consultancy. And I've got a rather important job, man. And I, I've, I've had to invest a lot of time. But uh, that's, that's no problem, because it was, it was quite cool. Um, because we had our interview weekend, like last weekend where we interviewed all the new applicants and stuff. And it's very cool to finally sit at the other side of the table for once <laughs> to annoy other people, to ask them in depth about, uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever you seem, or whatever you deem uh, suitable. And man, there are so many cool people out there. I I'd wish to work together with all of them. <laughs> That's great to That's hear. That's quite cool. But actually, yeah. regarding that, I'm I'm really curious because I can't wait. To, at some point, I really want to be on the other side as well, like interviewing stuff. <laughs> Get to the other side. Why did the chicken exactly. cross the road? <laughs> what What would you say is your biggest takeaway so far far from being biggest on the takeaway. other side of the interview? Man, I I think okay. If if it's the other interviewers, uh, I mean, biggest takeaway is difficult to 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 define. I'll just talk and level on a bit about my experiences. Um, if it's your first interview, like as an interviewer, you're almost as excited as the as the interviewee himself or herself. <laughs> um, other than that, I think people really notice if you. I think I really notice if people are lying to you, unless they're quite good, or if they're not honest with themselves or are struggling to come up with an answer like that, you really notice that. And you can actually really dig deeper um, if people are trying to play over that, that stuff. So I think it really makes sense to, to be yourself and to actually think about um, all of that stuff beforehand. Second learning is really, really tailor your application to the position you want like the, the learnings or stuff they're writing on the website um the the skill requirements they expect you to have because if the company that offers you that job or is giving the interview um is more or less organized then they will have like a um indicator grading sheet uh, assigning you points for different things and some of the things are also uh, the requirements that are um, yeah that they expect in this job and uh, how well you fit the company and really prepare yourself there and actually reflect about that not to 
be the imposter that can like oh, come up with the the best lie in the world no but to actually also think about it because if they write it there and they have that grading scheme then that's something they really expect from you uh, or that they more or less expect from you to fit into their company culture or to have this and this and that skill and by reflecting about that you also yourself become more sure about whether you actually want to join it's not the imposter thing because uh, it, it's rather the learning about the topic yourself um, about the job yourself a little more be honest with yourself do you really want to do that because you might work there for the next five years and stuff um that's that's quite a good learning um other learning man a cv don't crowd it too much you're if somebody's screening you they will really have a pain in the ass <laughs> to read through through everything May have a nice little structure. Um, what's even better is, and many people are doing that still wrong, write in there what you've been doing exactly in that job. You yourself, uh, what you've accomplished. Because you can write there, oh, uh, I've been working for Tesla or for Audi or whatever. Oh, very cool company name. But what have you do done there exactly? And that's something that I also noticed the importance of. Because if, I'm, if you're screening people yourself, it's like, ah, uh, okay. You wrote another cool company's name there, but you could have basically also cleaned the toilets there. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, just saying. Um, what else, man? There, there's a lot. Like, I think, I think it's good learning experience just to be there yourself. Um, I think one of the greatest learnings I also had, um, that's how actually also McKinsey, I think, is conducting their interviews. It's not like you are um, proving that the person is not suitable for the job in an interview. It's your job to actually, um, yeah, kind of interview the person on, on a level where you could basically argue against the devil's advocate, uh, like a person that questions everything into depth, into detail. Uh, it's your job to interview the person well enough to win an argument against the devil's uh, advocate for the person who is applying. Basically, you want to convince uh, the most critical person in the world that the person that is applying right now is suitable for your company. That's, that's your goal. And you have to dig into depth, into detail there uh, in the interview, ask the right questions. That's how you should see an interview. Not like a... You're basically, as if you were on the side of the applicant, you know? Um, right. But, but not like on, on the naive side of things, like, oh, cool, you did this and that, and oh, yeah, greenwashing might be possible, but I don't think so. No, actually, you, you are supposed to win the argument against the devil's advocate, which could be another, which, which could be your boss in the company or whatever. Um, that's the main learning, I think. Uh, and that's how I want to also conduct interviews in, in, in the future. That's, right. yeah. <laughs> that's a long monologue, a lot of information. Uh, that's, I think, what I took away from there yeah i think i think that's that's very interesting to kind of hear your perspective another question relating to that <laughs> because <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really curious would you say you personally or even at 180 generally yeah. would you say you pay more attention to the hard skills and to the experiences the person has or it, whether or not they a fit for 180 culturally and when it comes to their mindset and mm -hmm. all that mm-hmm um so basically uh I, i'm not sure how much i can share here but <laughs> or how much i should share here but um it's both i think it's both 
Um, our interviews are like structured in three uh, steps. What, half an hour personal interview, half an hour actual case work where somebody has to solve a case, um, and half an hour group case where somebody has to show how they interact in a group um, and how, how well they are working together with others. And it's basically those three parts that kind of have to be convincing. Um, in the interview part, it's really more about to getting, I think, getting a feeling for that person. Like, how, how are they? It's, it's a quite important indicator is, okay, do you think that they are a good fit for the 180 culture, uh, for, for the company culture? Because that's, that the community is basically the heart of, of uh, our consultancy. Um, and uh, I'm not, okay, I mean, um, anonymized, I can share that info, I think. Um, and if somebody, if you ask them uh, the question, uh, what gets you up in the morning? What keeps you motivated? And they answer, oh, I want good grades. Then that's not a good fit. <laughs> Even if you dig deeper and it's still the same answer, that's, that's not a good fit. So that's, that's kind of a <laughs> disqualifier, no-go thing. Um, but I honestly also have to admit, um, only judging from your personal feeling and stuff will also get you shitty people, you know? Yeah. Um, you really have to pay attention also to different indicators you set up that makes everything comparable because there are like con artists out there who are really good at manipulating you and knowing your trigger points and um, getting you comfortable, making uh, you want them to accept. And therefore, it's only a part of the assessment how, how, how good the vibes are, how the vibe check uh, is, how good the vibe check is passed, you know. Um, and therefore, we also have the second part, um, which is quite important, like uh, case case study. How, how good are they actually in, in solving a case under time pressure? Um, uh, how can they spontaneously come up with answers if they cannot solve every question? And yeah, that's 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 also quite important part because that's that's basically the main job you'll be doing. Like we got to see how, how well you're performing. But I, I'm blabbling on. Um, it's it's kind of a mixture of everything, you know? <laughs> right. Um, trying to be assessed as objectively as possible. Although I have to say that's quite difficult. And it also depends on whether you already had five interviews beforehand and are tired now and need food uh, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Sure. Or whether you just started out. Yeah, yeah actually, <clears throat> having, having done a lot of inter interviews lately, I'm, uh, I've noticed that too, how important it is to some people that you really fit their culture and not so much what hard skills you have. Because mm. skills can always be taught. You know, you can learn new technologies or whatever. It's, it's not that big of a deal. But if you just don't fit the culture and don't fit in with the team and the people you work with, it's going to be very difficult. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Interesting stuff. Yeah, just be a chilled, open person, and if you're if you're more or less reflected, then then that's a good bonus point. If you're struggling with an answer for every question because you did not pay attention to to the websites, requirements, or whatever, then that's not a good sign. <laughs> why do you want Why do you want to work there? I heard you have great free food. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a good argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. And now uh, to move on, um, two days ago, we had our final uh, like kickoff event with all the new people that got accepted. 
By the way, it's really nice to call people and tell them they've been accepted. That's, that's a good experience. That's really cool. Especially if you're like, uh, at the beginning of the call, if you're like, yeah, man, uh, how, how would you assess your performance in the interview? Wow, that's so shitty to do. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. Oh. But that makes them even more happier, you know? You. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> they get accepted. And now, um, two days ago, we had our kickoff with the consultants finally here working at the project. Um, it's been like, it's been feeling like a double payoff for me. Like it's been, it's, it has been such an awesome event because A, oh, I hit my mic right now. Um, a, um, the projects you've been acquiring for the past few months and put your heart and soul into to work them out are finally started at the day. And at the same time, the new consultants that you've been screening and putting your heart and soul into uh, on selecting and uh, interviewing them are also finally there on that day. And then you hand over the project to those cool people. That's cool. That's that's a nice feeling. I'm sure it is. And so many great vibes spread <laughs> throughout that whole day. That was really wholesome. Yeah. And now, actually, the also good side of that medal is... I passed on the project responsibility and now <laughs> I can more or less chill this semester or at least focus on physics. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Apart That's from cool. the whole weekend that I have to sacrifice tomorrow and over tomorrow <laughs> for a team weekend. Relatable stuff. Relatable. Um, Actually, now a, a kind of complete topic change. Because oh, yeah. I just remembered, remembered something I, I talked about a lot to a lot of people lately. <laughs> Please explain to me. Oh, that why... sounds like an interview question. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> Already. No. Please explain to me why the fuck university lectures and seminars, the vast majority of them, are so incredibly inefficient. And stuff you Ooh. could be saying in 20 minutes you instead stretch three hours long and it's just mm -hmm. a colossal waste of time. Is it the same in physics? Do you feel like it's kind of the same thing? Or maybe in no, physics man. it's... I think we're hyper-efficient because we don't even have seminars. <laughs> well, I mean, seminars, lectures, whatever. Okay, um, and, the, on, and the other side of the medal in physics, if you were to say stuff that you could say in 20 minutes, in 20 minutes, nobody would get it. Or actually, I think people are, or professors are saying stuff they could say in 20 minutes, in 15 minutes, and nobody gets it. Okay. <laughs> so it's not that comparable. But from the philosophy side of things, um, it's also not the case for me, at least from my experience at the moment. All the seminars I've been to, also there's another seminar I'd also like to talk about, I think in the next podcast episode it fits better. Um... They've been quite, they've not been efficient, but they've been done in a way that allow you to reflect about yourself, given enough time. Okay. Um, and I think that way, uh, or those seminars that, that I experienced so far, they are, they are quite, uh, yeah, well done this way. However, if it's like a requirement for you to do, I don't know how many seminars every uh, fucking semester, um, then I can totally understand that, like okay. watching it afterwards in triple speed. <clears throat> Explain yeah. to me what what's been on your heart, man. What's what's been bothering you? Which seminar? No, nah, man. It's 
I mean, I was guessing that's going to be different in physics and math and, I don't know, computer science and all that stuff. But in psychology, I feel like, and many people feel like that. Again, the vast majority of lectures and seminars and whatever useless stuff we have <laughs> is just stretched so long and I don't understand it. Like, mm -hmm. okay, let's take statistics as an example. We have one statistics lecture and one statistics seminar per week. The lecture is three hours long and the seminar is like one and a half hours. If I sit at home doing, <laughs> teaching <laughs> myself this stuff from statistics, from the lecture, just based yeah. on the PowerPoint notes and, uh, you know, the exercise sheets and all of that, I'm probably done in one and a half hours, if even that. And I mm -hmm. really understand it afterwards. If I go to the lecture, it's like 20 minutes and uh, t 20 minutes to get to uni, then three hours of lecture, then maybe I'm going to eat something after that because from 9 to 12, uh, probably going to waste like half an hour and then get home. Let, let's say it's another hour on top of that. So now we're at, at almost four and a half hours or I have, I have gone to the lecture. I don't understand shit because the lecture just makes <laughs> it so incredibly long and unnecessarily complicated. So I just yep. have to sit down again for one and a half hours. And now instead of just sitting down from the very beginning for one and a half hours and finishing that stuff, I'm now wasting an entire day on just statistics. And it drives me insane. And most lectures and seminars are like that. Man. I'm like, dude, you could do that in 20 minutes. Everyone would understand it and you can just go home. But nope, we're going to stretch it for three hours. And it's just, you, oh, I can't. You just, you, you just... Mm, yeah, kind of made one of my lectures resonate with me there, with what you said there, <laughs> to be honest. And it's not a physics lecture, it's not a philosophy lecture, it's a fucking chemistry lecture. <laughs> that that professor, man, he's making a history lecture out of it. <laughs> I can totally relate. He tells about every fucking chemist that came up with what, I don't even know what. Um, telling them, telling us how that chemist got depressed and killed himself with some yeah. chemical <laughs> in the end. I mean, nice fun fact, but actually I sit down at home, read through his script for 15 minutes, and I'm spared a two-hour lecture. Exactly. And I can totally relate to that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it, uh, just... I don't know, man. Teachers are not falling from, from the heavens like angels do, you know? Um <laughs> Well, it's Good it's teachers. not that necessary. I mean, it's kind of probably the requirements of the university and all of that. I'm sure many mm. professors don't want to do it like that. And they also want to like have more spare time to the other things instead of just teaching the same stuff for 10 years. Uh, they just think them um, to themselves, ah, with that one extra hour, I'm earning a lot more money. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think that's just the way the academic system generally is set up. Because even at school, it kind of annoyed me the same thing, but it wasn't as extreme. But now it's just insanity to me. Like, I really don't get it. I mean, again, I think I'm really thinking, I'm trying to think of a seminar where that's not the case, that they just stretch it unnecessarily long. I don't think there is one single seminar that isn't like that, honestly. Even today, we have one seminar per week, which is absolutely required. You have to go there. If you're not, you're going to get in trouble. Yeah, and well, it's also... It's university, man. Why do you need to go to it? Okay, a seminar, okay. Whatever. And it's yeah. also three hours long. And it's Ooh. just... I don't, I don't get it. Like I only go because I have to go, but usually I just sit in there and code. Like today I just coded an entire 
um we have we have like in psychology when you when you do psychological studies online you have like this interface where you can click buttons and they you know your your test results are saved in the database and all of that stuff and i basically during the lecture taught myself how to do that and basically coded coded an online study what they were just talking about a single topic for three hours and it's Mm. just stuff that i i don't know man the thing is i really have a dilemma because i want to have that quote-unquote normal university experience you know going to lectures and seminars and meeting people and all of that but whenever i go i just get so frustrated and i in my in my head there are like 10 things i could do that would be so much more valuable things to do with my time and again Mm -hmm. i could most seminars i could do in half an hour if i do that alone and something like statistics let's say one and a half hours but it's like 50 percent of of the time the lecture takes when you go in person mm-hmm. you know yeah I man just... then actually just do so at home i mean really uh you've got a pretty stressed uh semester uh with your if you're basically a uh, full-time job i guess um and it does not make sense to sacrifice that much time if you're stressed out and i i just recommend you to go to the lectures that you are actually enjoying or to the seminars that you're actually enjoying uh, i hope it's not really all of them that are that shitty and to just uh, connect there with people i guess yeah i mean i don't really have an issue with connecting with people because i've already connected with a lot and kind of um they are well connected so i'm well connected and we can what, what, meet up what do they fine. say about the topic though it's exactly the same for most of them. They say the exact same hey, thing. Then, then just sit together with them, I don't know, in the bib uh, <laughs> or in the library. Uh, work on that topic for half an hour, teach it to yourself all together, and then fucking go to the beach or whatever. Dude, <laughs> I, I would love to do that. But the vast majority, even though they same, say the exact same thing and think exactly the same as I do concerning the yeah. topic, they do not want... They, they want to go to the lectures because they're afraid they're going to miss some important uh, detail. Oh gosh, the typical fear thing, yeah. Exactly. And they like, I mean, you have to add that most psychology students have already been really, really amazing at school when it comes to grade. Yeah. And most of them are like really, how, how would you put that? And just because it worked out in school that way that you had to attend and listen to every word your teacher said. Exactly. It's not the same at university. They literally, there's so many people just writing down every single word the lecturer says, every single stupid thing and just yeah. drives me insane, man. Oh yeah, my hamster died last week. <laughs> yeah, and they write that shit down. It's, it's no joke. It's just... No, I that's technical note-taking. They will give him a present, you know, in the next lecture. Uh, to get on his good side and then in the exam you know <laughs> probably <laughs> they I give him a new they gift him a new hamster <laughs> yeah probably i mean i enjoy the topics of the lectures and all of yeah. that but i really think i mean if you have if you absolutely have to for one and a half hours then i would do it as follows i would do half an hour of the actual lecture you know and just teaching it the most efficient way possible so that everyone understands it and then afterwards dude, let's discuss the topic. Let's find some ways to, I don't know, implement that. Let's, you know, I, I thought that's what university is about. But for me, it feels like university mm-hmm. is exactly the same shit as school, which is you, you go to the lectures, you take notes, you learn that stuff by heart, you vomit it on the exam and you're done and you have good grades. And it's just, I don't know. And it's, it's yeah, kind of uh, I guess disappointing. it's that for all the uh, uh, learn by heart topics and subjects. Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. If you do that in physics, you're kind of fucked, which I also notice at the moment. Because you really need to... <laughs> You really yeah, need to think from the past semesters and need to know them more or less by heart because otherwise, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, Actually, really need I, to the, have internalized them. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The last thing on my rant, then I'm going to stop <laughs> because I've talked no, about No, it's totally so understandable. I can totally relate. University is just another uh, kind of, yeah, front business uh, for people to earn money in that sense. Uh, yeah. that gives you a certificate at the end that many people appreciate but in the end actually you, you probably learned less um, um, in comparison to if you applied yourself really yourself to that subject go, went into a startup or whatever learned about yeah. all of that stuff um, and it's really just that stupid certificate that you need at the end with some super grades that are not actually even uh, measuring how well you're working um, that's why we're also not paying really attention to grades at 180 actually as far as I noticed, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a big piece of shit, to be honest. <laughs> if, yeah, it's, if, if it's not, if it's not, if it's not some subject like physics, that's really hard to have a good overview and grasp on your own. It makes sense that if you have a widespread difficult equation thing that's, or landscape, I guess it makes sense to have a really a system or a teacher set in there. And I think also for psychology in some sense, but it's I, the system taking it over from school exactly the same way, I think that does not work out that well. No. Yeah, as I... Alternative I, is also difficult to find. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. No, man, I'm totally with you. So as I said, I, I was, or I am kind of disappointed by by the university university system let's say by the acad academic system i was really hoping there would be more i was i guess more space to to discuss to you know to ask intelligent questions where they focus mm -hmm. on intelligent and not just dumb stuff that also drives me insane sorry i'm gonna I, i'm gonna have Amen. to say that but Amen. i just i go ahead <laughs> <laughs> yeah um then have you ever thought about Asking the professor a question. Bum, bum, bum. No, man, the thing in is... Lecture. Or is it really that boring that you... Or does he yeah, say, oh, yeah, look in that book or... Mostly it's kind of boring. And the reason being is, as I said, they stretch every single thing so much that you just get tired of it and you don't want to talk about it anymore. It's just like saying... Okay, I'm going to give a stupid example. Instead of saying, hey, look, this is... This is a sheet of paper. We can write on it. That's what it's for. And we're done. You know, that would be all you need, all the information you no, need. This to is be a able to write. piece of cellulose. Uh, exactly. Perfectly manufactured from exactly. the heart of a tree. Uh, put exactly. into a rectangular shape. Uh, ratio of the sides is 1.7459.3, whatever. Um, it weighs exactly five grams. What you usually use it for is applying that blue kind of substance out of the pen that has been engineered by a mastermind. <laughs> exactly, dude. You just you just perfectly, perfectly mimic the way most university lectures lecture in the seminars and all of that. It's exactly the same, and you just get sick of it. You don't want to hear it anymore. You just hope hope that the professor is gonna move on to the next topic because you're just so. Or that his hamster dies. Nice. 
Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just have some I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna sound like I'm trashing university and I'm like, yeah, I, nobody needs university. It's it's not like that. But I'm just mm. kind of disappointed and even some seminars I just don't really get why they even exist. For example, we have a seminar which has the exact same name as the seminar we had in the first semester where we had all the lectures. And now for the second semester, we have the exact same topics, but we now have to do presentations on them. None mm. of that stuff we do now in the second semester is going to be important for the exam. None of, none of that stuff is graded. And I'm like, why the f hell do we even hey, have man, to do that? 80-20, to be honest. 80-20. If you just need to pass without a grade then just fucking pass with a 4.0. No, 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 no. I know, no, no. <laughs> the, the thing is, the exam is going to be about the lectures from the first semester yeah. that we did. What we do now in the second semester is completely irrelevant. You don't need that. And it's not, okay. it, my problem okay. isn't, yeah, my problem isn't that I have to do presentations or whatever. I'm just like, why don't we use that whole seminar for uh, the second semester problem, yeah. to do something else to do something actually productive to learn something new and not just repeat the same old stuff well, you have to go learned. to this useless seminars you said you have i mean to go. technically you don't have to but you know if you have the presentation you maybe should be there <laughs> okay but you need to do you need the presentation to pass in that sense no i don't i don't think you even need the presentation to pass to be honest Okay, why are you going there? I mean, literally <laughs> use your time on the startup or whatever. <laughs> and learn yeah, something. I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, I mean if university is not giving you that shit, then you gotta get, uh, you gotta get a hold of that shit on your own, on yourself. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, like, it's, I get more done I see the from, frustration. Yeah. I get more done from seven in the evening to, let's say, 11 for university. I basically can get gun I can get three lectures plus exercise papers done if I'm like really focused instead of wasting twelve hours for one lecture because it the lecture just took three hours of my day, you know. But again, my dilemma is that I kind of want to go to university and want to have to ex that experience. And especially after the first semester, where I basically just didn't go because also was online and really I really didn't yeah. feel like just sitting in my chair and listening to the exact same shit I've been talking about. Uh, I kind of want to have the experience and you know meet people. At least you could that, listen to it just... in triple speed. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> Online. it's so much more efficient. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. But anyways, rent and that's how it is. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna try to find a balance. I mean, I'm I'm working, so I, I have an excuse to not go to certain seminars if I don't feel like. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Perfect. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be fine. I think. Yeah. Just need Talking. to get that out. Man. Man. <laughs> Let, let's let's switch topic then again after your rent, sure. which is totally understandable, like the rent itself. I, I, I can relate to that with the chemistry lecture at least. Talking about the chemistry lecture, I have to tell you about a funny experiment we did. Or what, what's okay. funny, I guess. Uh, it's the most um, macabre or... or <laughs> um, how do we say? What's a good, what is a good synonym for that word? macabre um most not intriguing like kind of a bit of a disgusting experiment to be honest um <laughs> but this in a funny disgusting way um okay 
we were talking about entropy and actually we've been doing more physics in that chemistry lecture at the moment than actually chemistry um, <laughs> we've been talking about entropy and thermodynamics and blah 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 one experiment man they took some cow blood and put it into a a cup uh, that's shaped like the, the, those ice cream cups you know uh, those long cones going upwards put some cow blood in there yeah um, the thing that happens is if you add um, a basic solution uh, that breaks up some hydrogen bonds, blah blah blah, and that whole cow blood thing expands into an expanded form, like the different molecules in there, they expand, they unfold their proteins. Um, so out of a little bit of cow blood, you fucking uh, you, you get like a little explosion or, or a little volume um, uh, en enlargement. Um, that fills out that whole ice cream cone thing. Now the funny thing is, <laughs> if you add that acid, also the molecules they turn white. So what you end up basically is with is a ice cream cone uh, thing that is filled with a, a reddish white substance that looks exactly like strawberry vanilla ice cream. Um, <laughs> where in the end they actually also put in those little um, uh, umbrella things, you know. <laughs> so they made ice creams <laughs> out of the cow blood oh god you know how funny that was after the whole fucking boring lecture sitting through it not even yeah. expecting anything anymore oh another boring experiment <laughs> i fucking made ice cream and i can show you that that video they basically wrecked the whole lecture room of that <laughs> Yes, and that's why yes, I say it's great. a macabre or a disgusting experiment in that sense a bit. Um, that's the main thing I took away from that lecture that day, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. Um, that uh, sounds sounds great. But I have to show you the video. What, what kind of stuff do you actually do in that chemistry lecture? Like, how does it relate to what you do at your physics lectures? Okay, um, I think... If you're working in physics, especially in experimental physics and stuff, you need to know a bit about chemistry because you might make some uh, products yourself or some some crystals or so you want to create them on your own and you need to mix different stuff and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that's a part of the chemistry stuff you might need later in actual science. But uh, I don't know. I think it's actually quite a useless lecture because we're doing more physics in that lecture. Okay. I mean, chemistry... Some might also call it outer shell electron physics. <laughs> um, that's why you also see like chemistry is tightly knit together with physics in that sense. Like where physics ends with the description of or like the, the, the overlap is kind of uh, in the molecule bonding thing and how they stick together and stuff. So you need to know a bit also about chemistry and, and those things. Um, but I think they are just using that lecture to revise some stuff we already did in the first semester where we already learned about thermodynamics and now we're doing it again in chemistry and applying it to chemistry. And that's why it's useless, I think, for me a bit, where I can yeah. also learn it in 20 minutes at home instead of going to exactly. two hours of lecture. Uh, another rant today. But I enjoyed <laughs> the cow blood experiment, even though I'm vegetarian at the moment. But, I mean, <laughs> I cannot change that. <laughs> yeah, it sounds yeah. quite fun. Man, as as the last topic for today, to lighten up the mood, <laughs> sure. I still have noted something down. 
There is, in Tokyo, Japan, there is a anti-procrastination cafe. I know. Oh my God, dude! Actually, actually, a friend of mine sent me sent me a link on a post on Instagram about Ooh, that. Oh yeah, I want to start that, something man. like that. In, in you want to start something like that? I really Ooh. do. I really do. At some point, I want to do that. I think it's it's right, an I mean, eight months. Idea. I see you there. <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing idea. Yeah, and what you basically do is go there, tell the employees what your the task is you have to finish. Yeah. Um, you pay them by the hour and they kind of lock you up in that cafe yeah. and yeah. and if you pay an additional fee kind of uh, they also check it out check, check, check you out how far you have progressed and and kind of uh, uh, give you a bit a little bit of a, a push talk uh, <laughs> to, to move on or to actually they roast you oh man you're still not done get that fucking uh, piece of work you're done and i think the chef or like the the owner of the cafe actually says yeah nobody here actually you uh, left without getting their stuff done <laughs> that's amazing yeah that's kind of a, a kind of a, a funny concept idea. right i think only japanese people could come up with that i mean they have the real working culture yeah of getting so sure <laughs> but it's a really cool idea the only thing i was wondering and i i'm not i don't think they they wrote it there is if the cafe is off, uh, is open 24 hours per day yeah. because i th- i think they said that nobody's gonna leave or th- the person's not gonna leave until he or she or he gets the work done that they propose mm-hmm. to get done and if that takes 12 hours what you, what are you gonna do <laughs> like just leave them there probably <laughs> um, i don't know <laughs> i mean i like, mean it's a cafe you can get food there. right um <laughs> you will survive i guess yeah well, yeah. i think they they're probably open like 24 hours i think day. i think it's it's also more for um authors and stuff that have to finish their manuscript right that have to finish the chapter or something mm. i mean you wait look it up online at the moment um it does not seem like it's open 24 7 and stuff but yeah whatever i mean there will i'll check it out in the future i guess for sure <laughs> that i can you tell you more about it uh it's such a nice idea let's open that in munich as well <laughs> I, let's I open that next to the bbl uh department or something like the the management department something where is that actually i don't know uh, it's i think it's in the center of town actually from of tu technique university <laughs> business mm, and management okay. and stuff let's open that next to that there are many hustlers that need to get stuff done <laughs> sure thing <laughs> sure thing yeah, actually, like I'm, I've been seriously thinking about that. I want, I, 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 I'd love to start that, but you have to like figure out the financing and all of that, and like rent the space. And yeah, I mean, cafes to, are to like, start it. like actually, you want to do a cafe or like a procrastination, anti-procrastination cafe, an anti-procrastination cafe for sure. Ooh, like the only yeah. one in Germany. That would be great. Started by the only one in Europe, probably. To be student. honest. Let's the like, only let's one west of Japan. Think about that. Let's seriously think about that. And also the only one east of Japan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or north of Japan. Dude, I I don't have the time to start a cafe right now, but I'd love to. 
Peace. Okay. Peace. Eight months in the future, we're going to start our own cafe. <laughs> yeah, let's like let, let's take our times planning until then, and then we can just we jump right in. Then we can write. Uh, give me, give me some time to think about that. I think I need to still clean my room. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a great idea. It's so cool. All right, man. Good. I think it was quite a nice episode. Lots of topics. Lots of it's a good point rant. to end it. Lots before of people, before the people start to procrastinate by listening to our episodes too long, you know. I hope you put it on double speed because everything else is a sin in this podcast. Yeah, double speed is the minimum. Double speed is for people who are noobs. Triple speed is like uh, medium. Average. I think. Yeah, that's um, that's medium. I actually got a thing. I actually got a tool. I think it's a Google Chrome add-on. <laughs> that lets you speed up videos uh, up to 16 times yeah, yeah i have that too <laughs> no why time, that's cool man. you can also use that to speed up uh, advertisements <laughs> yeah exactly are your exactly. professors it's <laughs> <For sure. laughs> the main that's the main way i i use that hmm. i also downloaded yeah. it during covid <laughs> oh man such a good such a good investment for sure of research. And it's free anyways guys thank you Finally. so much for, for blah, 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 i can talk thank you so much for listening and for joining us on this week's episode and if you liked it then feel free to leave a review and a like and subscribe and all of that and feel free to send us some feedback via email or whatever other channel you prefer i don't i think we only have email <laughs> i don't i don't know why i'm saying yeah i mean if you're particularly good at stalking us you might figure out our phone numbers or addresses yes in this living sure. by the way and uh beep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guy. Anyway, dude. Oh, guy. I think it's. I think it's the Oreo smoothie I just drank. It was too much sugar, and now my brain is just like twisted. Anyways, guys. <laughs> thank you so much for listening, and hope to see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye.